You're listening to High Pitch, the American Health Information Management Association podcast produced weekly for HEMA's members and healthcare professionals everywhere. Listen in as we explore the hot topics and news items affecting the industry and you. Hello and welcome to the HEMA High Pitch podcast. Today our guest is Ms. Casey Birnbaum, Director of HAM Revenue Integrity at UC San Diego Health. Ms. Birnbaum provides enterprise-wide leadership and strategic direction for all activities related to HAM, coding, clinical documentation, charge capture, risk adjustment, and revenue integrity for the UC San Diego healthcare system, which provides outstanding care and breakthroughs in medical research as one of America's best hospitals. She is also the recipient of the 2019 Distinguished Member Triumph Award, and we've asked her on the show to share her thoughts on her career and Dehema. First off, congratulations on receiving the award. Thank you so much, Dan. I am honored to receive the 2019 AHIMA Distinguished Member Triumph Award and grateful to the AHIMA Triumph Award Committee, chaired by my friend Renee Spahn, who served with me on the AHIMA Board of Directors in 2010, and to my amazing CHIA colleagues and friends who coordinated my nomination. As it so happens, the day Renee and our wonderful AHIMA President, Chair Valerie Watzloff, called me about winning the award, was the 40th anniversary of my HIM career in San Diego after my graduation from the University of Kansas. That year's convention took place at the Bonaventure Hotel in Los Angeles and was marked by a black tie gala banquet. This year's celebration event, in contrast, was at Navy Pier marked by an 80s theme and our triumph recognition celebration. We've come so far in 40 years, and our profession and association continue to transform the healthcare industry, even as we enable the healthcare ecosystem to securely connect providers, payers, patients, and the larger healthcare community to meaningful data and information. HIM professionals assure that clinical information is available when and where the patient is seen, and it is our job to facilitate the creation of accurate, complete, relevant, and timely record to ultimately improve population health. I've had the opportunity to both participate in and lead a number of transformational journeys, from paper to fully electronic records, encounter to value-based reimbursement, ICD-9 to ICD-10, on-site to remote workforces, and mainframe systems to hosted and cloud-based systems. I have embraced technology to improve the value of our professional contribution to enable our workforce to be elevated from clerk to specialist, analyst to coder and validator, auditor to editor, and open the field for many new positions, which I presently recruit for revenue integrity specialist, MPI business intelligence analyst, HIM informaticist, and revenue recovery specialist. Connecting with our colleagues has been shaped by technology through social media and virtual meetings and conversations. However, nothing takes the place of face-to-face opportunities with our colleagues and friends. This provides an opportunity to reconnect, make new friends, find a new career path or educational program, identify new technology breakthroughs, get inspired, share ideas and best practices, and celebrate individual and collective achievements. I am so proud to follow the amazing HIM professionals before me who are also bestowed with this honor for their groundbreaking work and leadership in advancing our profession. We have an invaluable body of knowledge, 
rich traditions, and proven practices that provide us with a solid foundation as our innovative leaders take calculated risks or try other approaches to realize our vision. I've learned so much from our amazing HIM community and its rock-solid leaders. I don't know of any career that allows such a rich palette of choices and chances to make a meaningful contribution. I look forward to continuing to coach and mentor exceptional HIM professionals while volunteering to serve the profession and the association. Ahima, you have shaped me and inspired me in my professional journey and my life's work. I look forward to continuing to connect with the HIM academic track as I stay in close touch with my alma mater, the University of Kansas, and their innovative approach to education. I am also so proud of my local program, San Diego Mesa College, and their crowning achievement of not only obtaining state approval to award an HIM baccalaureate degree, but also it paved the way for KHIM accreditation in 2018. And finally, the program grew from 15 to 28 in a few short years. I just found out when I returned from convention that I've been appointed to the KHIM board. This is truly a fantastic honor and privilege to serve our degree programs in this capacity. I am grateful that most of my immediate family were able to celebrate the award ceremony in Chicago at Navy Pier. Dean, my wonderful husband of almost 38 years, my daughter Elise and J.R. Brown, and my cousin Heidi Spiesman. Unfortunately, my son Eric's new HCC coding position interfered with his ability to attend, as he too has never missed a milestone, and in this case, a monumental event. The award is also for my amazing brother, Joel Nagorner. The AHIMA Foundation Endowment is in his name. This endowed scholarship is still active and helping out doctoral HIM students. My dad, Saul, who passed away a little over a year ago, never missed a big AHIMA event. And my mom, Bobby, who can no longer travel, is so proud of my accomplishment. And she, too, cheered me on through my long career and so many CHIA and AHIMA milestone events and awards. Thank you, my AHIMA leaders and colleagues, for believing in me and enabling me to attain this magnificent honor. Well, thank you very much, Casey. Uh, I wanted to ask you a few questions. Where do you see the association going in the future? I really see our role as assisting um, as we move from volume-based to value-based care and treatment and really focusing instead on each patient encounter to looking at really the big picture, the longitudinal record, as far as really contributing to the improvement of population health. We can do this in a number of ways um, with our roles in privacy and security, with making sure that the data is, is accurate and, and that we have integrity in all of our various work streams that we are very involved in. Um, we also really need to focus on our leadership skills and abilities and making sure that we're at the table when it comes to making important decisions around how information is collected and, and how interoperability works in our organizations. And my next question, uh, after 40 years, what moment in your health career most stands out? Oh gosh, there were many, many amazing milestones in my career. 
I was very proud of one of my accomplishments, um, getting my master's in information technology and health informatics at the ripe young age of 50. Um, it wasn't easy, but it was something I wanted to do. I already had my RHIA, and um, at the time, I was involved in a number of very, very important areas with the transition to a advanced electronic health record system. Um, I was working on several technology projects, and I really wanted to make sure that I could have an equal voice when it came to many of these decisions. I was also chief privacy officer at the time, and I wanted to make sure that I understood some of the technology vulnerabilities that could get us into trouble from a privacy perspective. Now, in your speech, you say you embrace technology. Uh, do you want to expand on that? Absolutely. I really feel that as HIM professionals, we really need to figure out um, how we can leverage technology and not run from it. And although it may change a workflow, it may change um, functionally what, what maybe our department is involved in or contributes towards, really understanding that. And um, what I did, just as an example in my organization, I identified on the professional coding um, side of our business, we really did not have an advanced platform to really help us with coding and reimbursement. And as a result, I partnered with our existing vendor who was actually helping us with um, computer-assisted coding and also natural language processing and, and deep machine learning. And I asked them to help us with that. I had also reached out to our EHR vendor, and they really felt that the workflows they provided were sufficient. And um, in, in actuality, they weren't. So through my partnership with one of our HEMA sponsors and important partners, they have um, actually enabled our organization to reach some magnificent milestones not only from an efficiency standpoint, taking us half the amount of resources that we need to get our, our job done, but also um, in terms of decreased denial rates, less um, touches, and compliant coding right out of the gate. So uh, let's look to the future another way. Uh, what is your best piece of advice for a young HAM professional? I would say my career path involved me just stepping in where there was an opportunity or an opening. At times, I, I might have been a little ahead of myself. I became a director at the ripe uh, young age of 24 after just a year of experience. And the CEO kind of chuckled when he saw me applying for the position and said, you know, I, don't, I just don't know whether you have the experience to do this position. And he loved the person who was in that position um, but was relocating to Oregon at the time. But he said to me, he goes, you know what? I believe in the, uh, R back then it was the RRA credential equivalent to the RHIA. He said, I really believe in the RRA credential. I know of the university that you attended. It has a great reputation. And he said, you did a great job responding to every tough question that was placed in front of you. He goes, I'm gonna give you a chance. He goes, I'm gonna be just as hard on you as I was your predecessor, but I really believe you can do this. 
And although I was kind of learning on the job a bit, and, you know, certainly I had um, employees that were probably my mom's age at the time, so they challenged me a bit. But in the end, I was able to help the organization with its transition. At that time, it was the advent of prospective payment. So successfully, we transitioned uh, to that process. I also took over utilization review, quality management, as well as some of our advanced reimbursement practices and approaches. So for me, it was a great experience. So I would tell the young professional not to be afraid of putting your, your name in the, in the ring and, and applying for positions, even though they may appear to be um, challenging, and, um, and really learn from the more senior employees in the department and volunteer at your local association meetings and state meetings and network with individuals that, you know, may just have that next position for you. Finally, uh, I'd like to ask everybody this question. Is there anything I didn't ask that you wish I had asked you? I can't think of anything else. I think we covered the full gamut from the future of AHIMA to what um, advice for young professionals. But again, I'm, I'm just very honored and pleased to receive this award and also for the opportunity to follow up with you, Dan, as well. Thank you very much. Uh, once again, our guest was Ms. Casey Birnbaum, the recipient of the 2019 Distinguished Member Triumph Award from AHIMA. Thanks again for talking with us, Casey. Thank you, Dan. You've been listening to High Pitch, the AHIMA podcast, produced by the American Health Information Management Association. Please subscribe or visit us at ahima.org slash pod for updates on future shows. Thank you for listening.